Looking good, Italian job. Feeling good, Tommy boy. How are you, sir? I'm great, brother. Enjoying this uh, balmy spring weather. I hope you are as well. It is sweating like a pig, but yes, enjoying it with uh, half of the nation under a deep freeze and digging through literal snow tunnels in their uh, COTs. If you haven't seen that yet, you got to check that out. That's pretty cool. But no, that was enjoying it as well. Rama. Yes, yes, it indeed. sure was. Well, look, we're fired up today. Uh, we've got a big panel today. We're going to dive into some really great conversation about our second core principle. Before we get to that, though, why don't you update on us, update us on some of the news of the nation from today's email drop? Awesome. So yeah, News of the Nation, you guys, if you haven't seen it yet, there's some pretty cool stuff in there. We mentioned last week the Sandlight, uh, the Sandlot Jacksonville. It's a Go Ruck event, and they're partnered up with uh, Rogue uh, Fitness, Savage Race, um, and then F3 is a part of it. Dred's going to be a guest speaker, but I wanted to mention one cool thing that they're doing. You know, we'll do just about anything for a patch or for a t-shirt. There's something that they're doing. This is uh, in April 22nd through the 24th in Jacksonville. And uh, there are nine different Go Ruck events going on during that weekend, a bunch of fitness stuff. Uh, but the cool thing that they've got is something called the Go Ruck Nasty, which is what I plan on doing. It's, uh, it's an obstacle course in downtown Jacksonville. It has some rogue challenges, two laps around TIAA Bank Field, which is where the Jacksonville Jaguars play. And then another turn through the obstacle course. And when you complete it, you get a patch. So I'm all in on that one. Um, and I wanted to mention we've got a discount, sunshine underscore F3. It saves you 20%. And I mentioned it last week. It, basically, it saves you 40 bucks. And then they give 40 bucks back to F3 Nation. So if you're interested in doing that, uh, you can go to sandlotjax.com. It's upcoming in April. Um, also, the new F3 logo for 2022 just came out. So that shirt order is open through February the 14th. Um, there's a great message from Angus in this week's newsletter talking about connection is the method. And if you haven't seen a guy in a while, it's just a good reminder that men are at home and they want to they want to keep up with their fellas, with their buddies. If they're not in the in the gloom, they still want to hear from you. So reach out to a guy you haven't seen in a while. We added a fifth continent to the expansion globe. We've added uh, we've added uh, a couple or three new regions: Seoul, South Korea, Wichita, Kansas, and Tulsa, Oklahoma. Um, and then the Go Ruck event that's next on the list is uh, March 25th through 27th in Greenville, North Carolina. The Q source topic is preparedness. And the last piece is um, some regional news. Uh, Princeton, New Jersey was featured in the news. And one of the guys that was featured in that article as part of our esteemed panel today, I uh, just figured I would mention that. I've said a whole lot in a brief amount of time. I'm heavily caffeinated. TV, back to you. Love it. Uh, and without further ado, let's dive into it because this is a great topic to get into. Uh, before we talk about the second core principle, we need to talk about the, four, the first core principle, right? Which is free of charge. And the reason, if you don't know that it's free of charge and that's first is because right out of the gate, F3 removes a, a very big barrier of entry for a lot of other fitness studios and, and health coaches and so on and so forth. That's not what we do. Uh, we open it up uh, with zero charge, which takes us to our second core principle, which is that F3 is open to all men. And the best definition I can give you of what that means is to quote OBT, which is all men means all men. So we, I think, squeezed in as many guys as we could fit on a Zoom call in one, in one clip today. Uh, let's go and do a kind of standard name arama of our guest today. Ditka, if you'll kick us off, please. Reg 51, Ditka. Dicka. Where are you, Dicka? Respects. Respects. Dayton, Ohio. Dayton, Ohio. Dayton, Ohio. All right, Akron. 
Council, yeah, I'm unmuted. Council Glenn, 38 Akron, Greensboro, North Carolina. Akron. Akron. Square, what you got, Square? Terrence Floyd, 41, uh, Square, Greensboro, North Carolina, live and in color. Square. Uh, square. square. And we just mentioned him, but Scar U, kick us off again, man. Uh, Mark Rubenstein, 48, Scar U from F3 Princeton. Outstanding. Scar U, nice. And Swabbles. Greg, 33, Swabbles. Swabbles. Out of, also out of Dayton. Good. Dayton, Ohio. Deal. It's funny talking to the Dayton guys, especially being in North Carolina, where our license plates say that we were first in flight. But I know you guys can boast the Wright brothers. So there, there, if, you, if you sent some tension today on the call, that's why, guys. Uh, thanks for being a part of this conversation. This is the biggest panel we've had uh, on Stuff Worth Trying. Uh, and it's for a big topic that, that is near and dear to uh, all of our hearts, which is why you're here in the first place. But this idea of F3 being open to all men, you know, you just heard Italian job rattle off these great new growth models. Uh, we're in Seoul, South Korea now. So all of a sudden, F3 is rapidly not only responding to the challenge to, to hit that 250,000 men across the globe uh, by 2025, but that puts us in a position where F3 looks and sounds like a lot of different people. And that's what really gets my heart fired up about what we're doing is bridging gaps that, that currently are the way things might be structured. Um, we now have a chance to fix all that uh, and, to, and to optimize uh, and, and expand upon male fellowship. So thanks again for being here. Let's do this. Um, and, and no rhyme or reason here. I'm not going to call on anybody. If you feel moved to speak, let's dive in. Um, each of you has done something in your region or regions that has impacted what your region looks like uh, and how you've expanded into outreach for all men. Uh, who wants to talk about uh, how their heart was led into expanding and opening F3 to all men? Yeah, I can, I can uh, go first. Uh, April of last year, uh, beginning of April, uh, we knew that we wanted to, you know, how can we increase the amount of guys coming to our, our queues, our, our, uh, our workouts? And I had this great idea that I was going to go to this local park. It's a beautiful park. You see people there all day long. Um, so I was going to do it Tuesdays and Thursdays, uh, no matter what, uh, and uh, for the entire month of April. And, uh, you know, talked to Swabbles. He gave me some uh, suggestions on, on how to do that. And uh, it was the coldest month of April ever. Didn't work out very well. But you know what? I, I was still out there. I still had uh, my other F3 brothers come in and, and give me some support. Um, learn what it's like to, to uh, run a workout by yourself. Um, but uh, I think it helped me as, as a leader to know when this comes around again, it's not going to be in April. <laughs> it's going to be a little bit warmer. Uh, but, uh, I learned a lot from, from being able to do that. Nice. Yeah. It's, it's, once you put yourself outside of your comfort zone, cool things start happening real quick. Who else we got? I'll jump uh, in there. Um, oh, go ahead, Scar, you. No, no, you hit it. You hit it. I'm next. Um, well, yeah, so we started Wakanda, uh, 2019. Uh, me and uh, Paula Dean just started a conversation there as far as, you know, what can we do? Well, it, it was actually him. He came to me and was like, what can we do to get more squares <laughs> out here? <laughs> and uh, so that started a conversation. Uh, and then we kind of brainstorm about, uh, no, I think that was later. 
Um, so yeah, so we we brought in uh, Gil, Gilligan, and then we brought in Tommy Boy. Uh, might have been vice versa. And we met for like I don't know, maybe four or five months, just kind of brainstorming what does it look like to start another a another AO. Um, and then like ideas were just coming all over the place. Um, let's let's make it accessible. Um, there were no AOs on predominantly black side of town, Greensboro, no different than any other major city, still racially uh, segregated uh, by location um, and just demographics. And so all the AOs, even myself, I mean, I had to generally drive, you know, 15, 20 minutes to the nearest AO unless they were downtown. Um, but there were none on the east side of Greensboro. So that's where our heart was. We wanted to be strategic and placing an AO there. Um, and that's what birthed Wakanda. And then, um, you know, we just, you know, put some ideas behind that. So. Awesome. So, um, yeah, where, where we are in, uh, in New Jersey, um, just being open to all men and living in a diverse area, it's not something we've really had to work hard at, yet there are areas and there's blind spots that we all have. So um, I think it all starts with creating a welcoming space where literally anybody can come. I don't care your age, your culture, your religion, your sexuality, your economic background, whether you have hair, or you don't have hair, whatever, um, is that you're creating that space where people just are welcomed and as a brother, regardless of any of that. Um, and I think, you know, Doseki started our, our group in 2019 and um, with uh, Four Seasons in Wally and um, spending time with C-SPAN in Philadelphia. And I feel like, you know, they, they started that. And I think, you know, the, the more people that came, we realized that, and that that was what you know, we envisioned as would be, that's what we wanted all to be a part of, um, was just this space where everyone was welcome, comfortable. Um, and uh, listen, we still have work to do, you know, but um, people know that when they come to visit us, they're gonna, you know, they're gonna be welcome with open arms, no matter where they, so where they come from or, or who, what they're about or, any of the stuff I mentioned. So, you know, you have to, you have to say it, you got to mean it. So when we say open all men, we mean open to all men. So, you know, so. IJ, what you got, man? Yeah, so I have a question. Um, for those who aren't watching on Zoom and can't see the faces, we have men raging in age. I would say our youngest guy's in his 30s and our oldest guy might be, we've already mentioned in his 50s. And we also have different, uh, ethnicities. We have African American. We have um, we have white guys. We have guys from different religious backgrounds. But I want to ask the the question that we don't ask enough. And I want to ask I want to ask this question of Akron because I spent several hours under the log with Akron when we were at uh, Grow Rock and Myrtle Beach and Grand Strand. Akron, when you showed up for your first workout and you looked around the the circle. How many white guys versus African-Americans did you see? And how did you feel being that you probably didn't see everybody who looked like you? How does it feel to show up at a workout where it is predominantly a certain way? What did you notice on your first workout? First workout was actually a convergence, um, which makes it a bit worse because you probably have over 100 guys. And I think it was just me, you, and Root. I mean, me, you, and um, Square. I mean, Root. Yeah, me, you, and Root, Square, who... It may have been two or three others, but, you know, six to 10 out of 100 
those are some uh, very intimidating numbers. Me personally, I felt okay with it. Um, but just through my involvement in F3, I know for more African-Americans to come out and be comfortable coming out, uh, that those dynamics needed to change. Uh, so it, it was it was okay. Um, I, I knew what it was going into it. That was kind of part of the reason, you know, Square kind of rolled out his Rolodex with the launch of Wakanda. And so um, I would say at that moment, that's probably when Greensboro changed for the better um, to an extent as far as, you know, that second core principle, because um, you weren't the only black guy to show up at a workout. And you and there was a good chance, you know, you won't be to this day. Um, it, it's nothing to see four or five, you know, African-Americans at a workout. Um, and, and it's normal, you know, and I think that's opened up a lot of a lot of conversations, a lot of opportunities for things that we've done, like F3 Talks and uh, some of the ruck marches we, we've we done and some of the conversations we had. Um, but yeah, first workout, Convergence, six African-Americans out of 100, it, it was a, a, a wake-up call. So Square, I know you were all in when someone said, hey, you want to post for the first workout? You're like, yeah, what time? I'll be there. Do you have the same reaction from your friends that you invite out? Because I specifically have a, a co-worker of mine he said, hey, man, I'd love to work out with you sometime. And he said, you're that group of white guys that get together wearing all black and, you know, five o'clock in the morning. I don't know if I really want to do that. Uh, do you have that reaction when you approach one of your friends, regardless of their uh, age um, or their gender? I'm sorry, their uh, their race or their their religious background? Do you have that reaction from from folks who say, yeah, I'm not really into that because it's a bunch of white dudes? Um, so, yeah, great question. Um well, of course not now because the the the, the ratios have shifted. Um, and in the beginning, I wouldn't say I was all in. I, I wish I wish he was here. Nomex could speak on it. I had built a great relationship with Nomex, um, and this was you know after 2016, 2017, you had uh, there was just a, a lot of different incidences involving police brutality had went down. And so I was open to, all right, I know the media, they were driving a narrative. I just wanted to be open to the idea of building relationships with people who didn't look like me. So when he invited me out, I didn't know what to expect. But I knew that over the three or four lunches that I had with him, and we were just talking about race, and, you know, this is probably the most woke. And actually, let's, well, I don't want to get too good on that rabbit hole, but this is about the most woke white guy I had ever met. I mean, he put me on to like two or three podcasts I had never heard of before. And I was just like, yo, he invited me to anything. I would I would have done it. Put it like that. And so the timing was just perfect. And then and so my first workout, Paula Dean, uh, he was the actual cue of the first workout. And then the guys, they were just so welcoming and they were just so open. Everyone came up. People wanted to do coffee. Um, and so and and I think the timing of it, um, uh, Akron, I had just ended my membership with AWOL at 5.30 in the morning. And I was paying $125 a month. And I'm like, man, this is free. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, I can just do this. Um, so that played a part of it, too. Um, so, yeah, it was a combination of those things. And then, I mean, I'm a risk taker by nature. And so being the only white or black guy out there, I mean, yeah, that didn't, I mean, I went to predominantly white high school, like I can move in different environments. And so uh, 
I made sure I wasn't the token black guy, put it like that. Um, so I was comfortable in, in the space. I think that's what that's made the growth about- so successful when it came to F3 Greensboro was that it started with friendship, right? Which and, and fellowship, yeah. which is obviously one of our one of uh, one of our Fs. Um, and I think that still permeates in a lot of what's happened since. Uh, to quote Akron, you open your Rolodex, right? It was always through friendships. Um, I, I th- when anybody would ever ask, you know, how did we, how did we grow Wakanda? It was as simple as ask a guy. I mean, there really is no secret sauce uh, when it came to that that rapid growth. Uh, when Wakanda really started taking off, uh, was just remembering like this isn't about anything other than asking a guy and making F- what we have as a group accessible to more and more guys. Um, and that that certainly speaks in your friendship with Nomex. Uh, Swabbles, you had reached out, you and I talked actually about this time last year, if I'm not mistaken. What was it that drew you to expand uh, the accessibility of F3 Dayton? So for me, it was uh, during 2020, a lot of racial issues had come to the forefront and it just, I don't know, it just kind of, broke my heart if I'm being honest like but it my reality is different from other people's realities um and I truth be told I don't think a lot of people understand that I had to go out of my way to learn that um but to to look around and it might have been an F3 podcast where I heard it like or someone may have said it like take a look around it's a whole lot of guys that look just like you and that just kind of stuck with me. So I tried to, keyword tried, <laughs> to lead a group to um, essentially do what you did with the uh, Wakanda AO. I think that's the name of it. Um, so I tried to get that going, um, but it was, it was in the middle of 2020 during the pandemic. And um, we actually didn't have a leadership team at the time. We didn't even know those existed. So, um, from there, it's been like setting up our leadership team and now we're trying to get consistency and it has not left my radar. It's something um, I wanna get back to focusing on because I simply wanna make it available to all men. It shouldn't just be one category of men. The idea too is guys, listen, you know, it really is about um, just being aware, right? It's doing the hard stuff and the hard stuff sometimes, let's be honest, if you know, I'm, I'm by nature an introvert. It's hard for me to go up and talk to a stranger. You know, the fact that I love what F3 has done for me makes it a little bit easier. Um, but if I'm being honest with myself, how often am I putting myself in a position where I'm talking to a stranger about F3? You know, it's easy to go up to a coworker that I at least have made eye contact in the hallways with. Um, but, uh, you know, what happens when I go and I'm rucking and I chase down a guy who's jogging around the lake, you know, pulling Olaf and chase some stranger down and try to tell him in the dark about this free workout group that he should come and check out. Um, you know, but, but I think it's some of those EHs and those are some of my favorite ones when guys actually show up. IJ, I stepped on your toes. You were going to say something. I was just going to ask this question uh, to scar you uh, being that you're in the Northeast and it's a uh, it's, we, the men on this call, several of the men on this call are here in the Carolinas, and uh, we are familiar with um, 
It's one of the questions you tend to ask right off the bat, being from the South. So what church do you attend? It just comes up in conversation. It's yeah. it's no different than asking who's your favorite college football team in the South. Right. These are questions we ask each other. Right. But um, that's probably because we grew up in the Bible Belt where everybody, you know, goes to either the, Bible, the Baptist Church, the AME Zion Church, the Methodist Church, the Presbyterian Church, whatever. But when I see the, the posts from the men up in New Jersey, it's a different group. It's a group of men from different religious backgrounds. So what does your group look like? And the faith element being open to all men, does that the, the word faith scare men away from posting the first time because they're afraid it might be of the Christian faith? Right. Well, it's interesting. You're talking to a, a guy who was raised Jewish. Um, my wife is, was raised Catholic. Now we're practicing Unitarians, which is a very liberal, you know, Christianity. Um, so, you know, for me, that's that's never been an issue. But we are, you know, I think we're, um, you know, we definitely come from, uh, you know, there's a high Asian community, you know, in our area um, over over 50 percent. I'd say 55 percent is Asian. Um and um, there's not a huge um, um, African-American black population um, in where we live in our town, but close by in Trenton, it's, it's uh, that those numbers are reversed, you know? Um, so that always bothers me in a sense that, you know, I think the men of Trenton could also benefit, you know, so we have to do better at going into Trenton or either even starting in Trenton so that they have the same opportunities that we have in a, you know, a, a different socioeconomic area, you know. Um, so, yeah, religion is definitely something that some of us are a part of and some of us don't don't have a faith. But I'm actually in, like as part of the SLT, I'm part of the I'm the third F leader. And the way that I approach it and I think the way we approach it as a group is we are, you know, community faith and action. So you, you're, you're, you're showing your faith by what you do, by how you treat your neighbor, by the service activities you do, um, by learning about other faiths. You know, I think that's what's really cool. We have a gentleman um, by the name of Cruiser. Uh, he's of the Sikh faith. So he teaches us about the Sikh faith. And when he's doing a prayer, it's a Sikh prayer at the end of, um, you know, uh, COT. So, um, and I think it's okay to share your faith um, when you're, when you're, you know, in, in the group. Um, but it's out of respect that it's not one, right. Uh, when whoever's leading can really share their, their view, not, not their views, but their prayer. And we're to learn from that. And we're open to that. So, um, yeah, I think, you know, again, we have growth we need to do in, in definitely some areas. Um, but, uh, we just have that message that, you know, we are open to all men and, and we're removing barriers, you know, um, in a lot of different ways. Um, but yeah, it's a, um, it's an, it's an interesting group. You know, we, we even do our, you know, our, our workouts have themes. Like we, we theme the workout on, depending on, we just did a black history month. And again, that's just not really doing the work, but it's showing you that when you come to a workout, this is what we believe. Right. So it's like the themes really help communicate that message because it's hard to, you know, otherwise, I think, to the community or but saying, hey, we do this. You know, we had this workout, this workout. It's not just to say you did it. It's because 
it's what we believe in, you know. Um, you said and growth have, and you know i think it's it said a lot but if we're not growing we're dying right and so it's we're it's got to all always be about expanding and inviting new guys uh regardless of anything else you a dude yep you wanted to come do some stupid stuff in the dark sure why not come on yeah. out we've got a home for you i got a question for you guys i'll pose back to you like do we do we need to be more strategic about reaching out to communities of color or other communities in different socioeconomic areas. Like, and you know, I think we do need to, that's my opinion. Because you, you can create that comfortable space, but doesn't mean people are necessarily gonna come. So how do we reach out? I think that's what I wanna ask you guys is, is I wanna learn from you, you know, ways you think we can, we can expand in that realm. Yeah, I'll bounce that one to Akron or Square, whoever wants to take that. Cause I, 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 got I, it. I know what they're gonna say and it's important for guys to hear. Yep. So me, me and Square, we need to copyright this phrase probably, but um, if, if you don't have uh, Asian, African-American, Hispanic, Chinese, if you don't have one of those friends you can invite to dinner, you don't have one you can engage. Mm. It's about relationships. Absolutely. Yeah, you're going to get that one-off stranger, like you got Demo, uh, uh, Tommy Boy, but relationships is the best way. What, what made Square come out? His relationship with Nomex. Square EH me, what made me come out? Like, I've known him for 10 years. Um, if he says it's cool, all right, let's check it out. Relationships, that's what makes it stick. If you don't have one of those guys in your circle that you can invite to dinner, you probably don't have one you can engage. So Akron, I, I love that. Gosh, that's so good. Um, because how many times do people show up? And I'm speaking as a, uh, as a person who's been on a mission trip, I can't imagine what it must seem like when this great white hope shows up, we're going to come and fix the problems. That's not the point. It's not to show up and say, I'm here to be the savior. Nope. If you want to invest in a community and want to build those relationships, you want to see more men in your community that look like your community. It's exactly what Akron just said. It's having that relationship, not just showing up and saying, hey, guys, you know, we're here. Man, I can see right through someone's BS when they're just out there to bang their own chests and say, look what I'm doing. It's building those relationships. And I love the concept of, if you don't have that guy you would invite to dinner with your family, then you don't have the relationship to bring a guy to show up at a workout first thing in the morning. Love that, Akron. Love that, Square. Good stuff. Yeah. Swabbles, you at one point had your hand up. Did you want to jump in? Yeah. So I was going to, I had it up before and then I had another thing. So <laughs> um, jumping back real quick to what Scar you was talking about um one of the things i like to do after workouts especially if we have someone new i make it very clear that uh the third f is faith but that just means something bigger than yourself so this this man might pray us out today that doesn't mean you have to um if if you want to step up and cue the workout you you can lead us out however you want you can give us a quote you can end in a a minute of silence um however you want so i like to make that really clear um especially when we have new guys join the workout and then the second thing um based off of what akron was saying which was really awesome and a great point um question on that so how do you genuinely approach that and genuinely try to create those relationships like where do you start question uh 
Square, do you want to do you want to start this one? I mean, I've got my thoughts, but I'd love to hear you. Um, just because I well, know your your history with Nomex and how that grew uh, organically, but also uh, uh, authentically. So, I got an interesting answer to this question. I, we are here. That is not our problem to figure out. Like Nomex, it's like like when your wife is upset. You need to find out why she was upset. Like, that's your problem. And then once you find out why she's upset, now you have to figure out a way to fix it. Like, if you don't have relationships, is you, you want us to, <laughs> like, the problem is I don't have enough relationships with people of color. Now you want to reach people of color. How do I develop, develop relationships with people of color? How do you develop relationships with anybody else? Yep. Yeah, I think that's right. good. And I, I remember if I if I can jump in square and, and cut me off when you need to. I just I remember how weird it got at that Chick-fil-A when we were trying to figure out what Wakanda was going to be. And we were kind of bantering yeah. back and forth, arguing over the dumbest stuff. Where was it going to be? What day? When were we going to launch it? And then I think it was Paula Dean said, well, then what is our mission with Wakanda? Because we went down this weird rabbit hole where it was like, what if? we launch and a bunch of kids show up and get dropped off. Well, then we're just going to modify and we're going to have like a kid's camp and well, Oh no, 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 that's not F3. That's a right. wonderful third F thing down the road or service op, but that's not what we're. So I think it was Paul Dean said that what is our mission? And that's when that word accessible, we're just trying to make this accessible. Uh, and then mm -hmm. the natural byproduct of being authentic and accessible is you, 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 you find yourself in these positions. And then, like you said, it's up to you at that point to, to say, hi, my name's Corey. They call me Tommy boy out here. Glad you're here, you know, and, and, and keep pressing on just like any old relationship, be authentic, pursue the person, um, shut up and listen more than you talk. And I mean, that's how I have built all my friends. You know, a lot of guys would say I talk too much. Uh, <laughs> two of them are on this call, but, <laughs> but I, I love it. Can I back up a little bit and not to be short, not just you, I wouldn't direct my comment to you per se, swabble, uh, Swabbles. It was more so, um, just I get that question quite a bit. And we're, we're all men at the end of the day. We all have the, we all have the same issues. We're all just trying to, you know, love on our families. We're trying to pay bills. We're trying to stay uh, somewhat halfway decent fit, right? And society, the media, you know, has created some this this division to make it look like one race is so much different than the other, and that's what I I did not I chose not to buy into. So when I was going to workouts, I was looking like I was like, yeah I did see a bunch of white guys, but I was like man these are some crazy ass dudes out here five thirty in the morning. This might be something I could get with, cause I'm crazy too. We all were just crazy together, <laughs> and we doing burpees. So it's like that that's the energy I decided to put forward and that's the energy I got back. And if they if other people want to make it about race, then that's their issue. But I didn't make it. And I did recognize that I was the only black guy. But once I didn't make that an issue, it wasn't an issue for anyone else. Does that make sense? Yeah. And then that's why I could easily invite Root. I could invite Akron. And then I was like, man, I gotta bring some of these other guys, and not because they were black guys, because they were in my network, they were in my circle. So I was just like, I, I gotta go tell people about this. I can't be the only one that knows about this. And so, um, 
uh, I look at Nomex, his heart was in the right place. His, uh, as far as he knew that his belief system, things that he was taught, his belief system, his, his political, his core values, that stuff was off based on what he was seeing in society. I think you mentioned the earlier squabbles. So he reached out and he, he sought uh, things that would challenge his belief system. And that's what developed our relationships. Yeah, so, so I don't know if that, that, I don't, yeah. Yeah, practically that may look like, you know, uh, purposely befriending an African-American coworker or Asian or Chinese coworker. Uh, and then I know a lot of times, you know, birds of a feather flock together. You may not even have opportunities because there, it may be predominantly white, you know, work environment, you, or you may be virtual, but that's when you have to like seek out opportunities like Nomex did and go to a Can We Talks or, or, or something that's, that brings those individuals together in one place. Yeah. Uh, it, it may not be as convenient as, you know, uh, the, going to the water cooler or going to the cafeteria at work, or uh, you may have to seek out ex outside external opportunities to engage with people of other ethnicities, other races, other religions, and genuinely build a friendship, not just to invite to F3, but to, to genuinely get to know. Yeah, I think- And if they happen to come, great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Where, where we're at, again, it happens naturally just because we're in a diverse area. But I wonder, again, in those areas that aren't diverse, they might want it, but it's tough to still get it. But I, I, I like your point um, about that you have, to, you have to seek those opportunities. That's a really good point. Um, and, you know, hey, if they're not in our, in our work or they're not, you know, at our church, well, maybe we have to go to the next town. And and try to find a, a, a space where we can connect with people because that's what that's what it's all about is that relationship social connection that you have it's 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 very rarely just like a cold a cold cell like the guy running through the park like it's usually you know the most successful EHs are the ones where you know um, see I have the opportunity in my office I have patients of all different areas come in and where they're done with their PT I I'm like and what are you doing next. And I have, and I have plenty of men, you know, that are, that need to work on their, their uh, social aspect and, and their health. And I'm like, this is a great opportunity, you know, but yeah, I think that's a really, th those are excellent points that you, uh, that you guys have made. So. Someone's not going to come running to you asking for help, right? You're going to have to go out and seek that. And, uh, you know, you can see it on guys' face, you know, right now, I just feel like I got a flock of, uh, guys that I'm close to going through divorce, right? Just feeling so low. And, uh, you know, I, I give them my testimony um, and, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're just about there, but we got to go outside of our comfort zone uh, a lot and make ourselves vulnerable and, and talk. And, and I think giving our testimony helps as well uh, to really anyone who will listen. I think, uh, not uh i don't think square you purposely mentioned this um but it, I, as soon as i heard you say it i thought a burpee doesn't discriminate <laughs> regardless of what you look like not a burpee at all. sucks <laughs> a burpee opportunity. that's yeah. right i will Bear tell call. you that's right when you uh when yeah. you're sharing this suffering together that's what builds those bonds you, you tend to forget about whatever society tells you or whatever you see on TV, how you're supposed to treat each other or what you're supposed to think of each other. When you're doing burpees and bear crawls and you're doing this stuff at five o'clock in the morning, you're there with your brother and he's suffering just as much as you are. And at the end, you embrace and you lift each other up with encouragement. 
we tend right. to forget Absolutely. all those lies that we've been told because you realize these guys are just my brothers, period. Plain and simple, regardless of what you believe, uh, your sexual orientation, the color of your skin, the church you attend or do not attend, the socioeconomic status, the neighborhood you live in. When you're embracing the suck next to another guy, all that stuff fades away. Two two thousand pound log holds no regard over what a guy believes. <laughs> it does not. It does not draw lines. It crushes everyone all the same. Um, we kind of right. covered it naturally. I was going to throw out if anybody, because I know the, the guys who are uh, invested in this conversation are going to want to ask about any uh, roadblocks you've hit or any speed bumps across the way uh, as your heart has called you to make your region look like your community. Uh, anybody have any any narrative they want to share or just some advice they want to share for guys who are looking to expand their regions? I can share a little piece of advice. Um, when that one or two Black guys or Latino guys, when they do finally decide to come out, do not be so quick to put the 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 burden of society's racial issues on that person and just bombard them with a bunch of questions and just hope they have the answers that you can easily go grab a book or, or a, a professional. Let them just come out and be one of the guys. And if they decide to take more of a leadership role or decide to cue, don't even force them to cue, right? This, the, someone mentioned earlier, when I come out here, I just want to be one of the guys. So let just let them be one of the guys until they let you know different. Anybody else? Surely we've all hit roadblocks. Well, I, like I, I'm, we've hit a roadblock, but we haven't overcome the roadblock yet. So I'll share the roadblock is we live close to this Trenton community that it's too far for them to drive to us. So that's why, you know, I don't, and I think it should be accessible to all men. That's not accessible. So what does that mean? That means we need to invest and start something there so that people can show up and they can have the same opportunities in that community that we do here. But we all know that that's, you know, that is uh, just starting any other region, it takes a lot of energy, you know? So I think, you know, um, that's, that's something that's close to my heart. I want everyone to have the same opportunity that I had, so because you have a former uh, troubadour on the on the call here italian jobs knows how to mustard seed the snot out of a, a new region and that, that's what i think that's what you're talking about you know in greensboro we've been lucky to launch surrounding communities burlington comes to mind high point um but then we've also gone farther you know omaha last week we talked with wait time but it, that's definitely a find a need fill a need opportunity mustard seed is you know uh, Watching a group of guys show up for the first time and stumble through their first workout and just be dudes together um, and figure out, oh, this isn't just a workout. Something kind of cool just happened here at that COT. I mean, that's magic sauce right there. That's that's the uh, accelerant that just lights the fire. I mean, Tommy, do you have talked, any thoughts on? Yeah, go yeah, for it. I was going to say, you and I have talked about it in the past. At some point, we're going to have an F3 in Tokyo, Japan. 
And let me tell you guys the difference between the uh, Asian culture in Tokyo, Japan, and very regimented and following certain rules. And you cross at the, at the crosswalk at the exact same time. Whereas Americans, we just do whatever we want. We take the mindset of, oh, you want to do it? Then just go and do it. There's going to be an issue that comes up. We drive everywhere in the United States. We hop in a car and drive across town. When we're in a major metropolitan city like Tokyo, where are you going to put it? Where are you going to plant that flag? And, and, and that's another question. What does the flag look like? You plant an American flag, you plant in the Japanese flag. I mean, these are all things that are going to come up and we do not have the answers. We certainly do not have the answers. But Tommy and Boy and I say this all the time. Does it follow the mission? Are you following the credo? Do you hit all five core principles? Then whatever it looks like is what it looks like. If that means that you have a paddleboard AO, awesome. It has, you have a kayak AO, great. You have an AO where you run, where you do burpees, whatever it is, it's going to look different. And we're going to learn from all these different uh, circumstances and scenarios. But it all comes down to exactly what Akron Square, Ditka Swabbles, and Scar, you have said. You build those relationships and you open the door and say, come. Regardless, bring your struggles, bring your challenges, bring your, if you have prejudices, bring them. Let's talk about it. But it all comes down to opening up welcoming a man because are you a man then yes <clears throat> are you welcome then yes but what if are you a man yes then you're welcome let's go so we're going to get there there's going to be questions that come up questions we haven't even contemplated yet but as long as you're following those core principles you can't go wrong you can disagree uh but an f3 guy is not going to act in a way that is disagreeable towards another guy just because he believes different. That's Duke versus Carolina basketball. And nobody <laughs> wins in that, in that conversation, except Duke. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> well, fellas, look, I could talk about this all day. Um, and, and if you don't mind, I'd love to share all of your Twitter handles when we drop this podcast uh, this coming Saturday um, so that guys can reach out because, you know, the thing about building the next 43 feet of road is that people are looking to use your acceleration to further accelerate themselves. And because we don't pay for F3, we don't own F3. It's not ours to keep. Uh, we're called to give it away. So I know that there's going to be a lot of guys looking for ideas. There's probably a ton of guys who have had ideas that they're going to want to get out to. That's what this stuff worth trying movement is all about, whether it's F3 SWT on Twitter, whether it's through the YouTube channel where we drop the video podcasts, um, whether it's just good old fashioned email or phone call, you know, reach out. All of you are here on this call. It started with either a text or a tweet or a, a DM or whatnot. Um, you know, I'm just lucky that I live in the same region with, with Akron and Square. Um, allow yourself to be challenged. I mean, that we're here today talking about being open to all men, and that can be challenging. You know, Lord knows just raising a family is challenging. Uh, anytime you invite another party into your life, uh, you just escalate the challenge. Uh, but the F3 man is called to be different. And that means being open uh, and being humble with it. So uh, I can't thank each of you enough. I'll give you the floor back. If you have any final thoughts, go for it. And then uh, Italian job, if you have a, a challenge worth trying this week, uh, we'll go from there and we'll land the plane. So fellas, again, thank you. Uh, if any of you have a final thought, let's go ahead and throw it out there. Final thought for me would just be, uh, I think it all boils down to respect. Start with respect and all this stuff, we can all work together to move forward.
my final thought is, <clears throat> as we're all leaders, if you're seeing something that's not right, fix it right then and there. To that point, one thing I wanted to add to the last thing we were talking about is uh, don't be afraid to like call out when something's done or said that could offend someone of another race or religion um, right then and there. Or, or if you feel, you know, after COT or something, but I know we've renamed guys just because of things that weren't right or we've renamed exercises um, just because it was offensive. Like, don't be afraid to change it or call something out to make it open to all men. Um, success is on the other side of your comfort zone. Be willing to be uncomfortable. Start being comfortable with being uncomfortable. So Akron, you, you said you stole my thunder. I was gonna say silence is deemed acceptance. If someone, says something that's inappropriate and everyone stands around and looks down at the ground, then to the person who felt like it was against them or offensive, they think everybody around this circle feels the same way. So it's important. It not, it's imperative. That's not right to have that, to stand up and say, that's not right. Regardless if you are offended, if it has a chance of offending someone else, it's, it's as a leader, it's our it's our job to take up to stand up to speak up to do what's appropriate to say what's right uh to echo what tb was just saying honored honored to share this time with you guys today honored to know each one of you men uh, i've met many of you guys in person i've met a few of you guys on zoom prior to this call but regardless i'm honored to be associated with high impact men like you and your communities we are called to be the leaders we are called to step up when the world steps out and that's what we do. We're, we step up to the challenge when others don't. And the challenge we're trying this week, how about let's EH a guy that may not look like you, may not think like you, may not live in your neighborhood, may not attend the same religious service. Um, why don't you talk to that guy? And starting with a relationship, building that relationship, EH that guy. Because it doesn't matter what you look like and where you come from and how much money you have and what you drive and what shoes you wear. We all need other men in our lives to encourage us to be better men. And F3 is the antidote. It is the cure for what ails society today. The lack of male leadership, the fact that we feel that we've got the weight of the world on our shoulders. And when you're around other men, like the men on this call today, you're spreading that burden out and you are there to encourage each other, to lift each other up. So again, that challenge worth trying Talk to the guy that may not think like you, may not look like you, and bring him out um, to a workout or maybe even go to one of his locations. If he's part of a, a social club, if he's part of a, um, a civic club or a networking event, maybe you step out of your comfort zone. Don't, don't anticipate that he's just going to come to what you're inviting him to. Why don't you go to the thing that he's passionate about and build that relationship first? Because if you listen to a man's story, the next question he's going to ask after telling his story is, well, why don't you tell me about yours? And that's how it works, fellas. You, you go to the things that matter to them. You build that relationship because we're men and we care about each other. And then who knows? Maybe that opens up the door that you can invite him out to what you're passionate about. Maybe that's F3.
Paul said, fellas, never forget that your vulnerability can lead to another man's validation. Uh, you never know who, <clears throat> who you're going to impact when you allow yourself a little space to be vulnerable. Gentlemen, on behalf of Italian Job, I love each of you guys. Thanks for carving out time today to be a part of the Stuff Worth Trying podcast. Looking forward to seeing what next steps come out of this conversation. Uh, Italian Job, be good or be good at it, brother. 